Welcome to Ponderland episode 2, the podcast where I'm basically just thinking out loud. It's Thursday, the 25th of May, 2023. This is a big day today for Manchester United Football Club. They're not in a championship. They're not in a final. But they are trying to secure fourth place in the league. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yes, that's the aspirations now of Manchester United Football Club and their supporters. Hoping that we can finish in fourth place to secure Champions League qualification. One point is all that is required. And tonight is not their last opportunity to get that point. They have another game to play. And if Liverpool were to lose their last game or draw their last game then fourth place is already secured however it ain't over until it's over so there's there's quite a bit of speculation around manchester united and its ownership it is currently for sale but it's certainly outside of my budget and I'm not sure I would want to go down the Ryan Reynolds Rob McElhenney route and own a football club anyway but I am interested to see who does buy the club it's currently owned by the Glazer family brothers family they I think it's safe to say have not been very good for the club at all Manchester United was probably the most successful team they were certainly the most successful team in England for the longest time under Sir Alex Ferguson and ever since he left Things have gone from bad to worse, back to bad, back to worse. And now they're actually hovering around somewhat good, somewhat good. The current manager, Eric Ten Hag from the Netherlands, has been a breath of fresh air and if you had told me at the beginning of this season that we would have won a cup okay it's the league cup carabao cup often referred to as the mickey mouse cup still a cup still a trophy goes in your trophy cabinet goes on your honors list So if you had told me at the start of the season that Manchester United would have a trophy, first since 2017, I believe, and that they would be 
in a comfortable position with two games to go and should secure top four, so fourth place, I would have probably bitten your hand off for such an outcome. So they played Chelsea this evening. And again, another how the mighty have fallen. Chelsea have been absolutely disastrous this season. And some people are putting that down to the fact that they were recently subject to new ownership, if that's the right term. They were they were owned by Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich, but due to the war in Ukraine, he was forced to sell the club. And I don't know what has happened to him now, and I don't really care. I hope his yacht has been seized. I believe he's one of the super yacht owners. It would be lovely to be a super yacht owner. And I'm in danger of saying the word yacht so much now that it loses all meaning. And I'm probably not saying it in a manner which is good for your ears. Yacht, yacht, yacht. If I had a more demure English accent, it would probably sound better. I could say yacht. And that's a terrible English accent. I apologize to the English people listening to this. What else is happening in the world today? I was listening to a fascinating podcast as it happens. Don't jump off this one just yet. But I will give you an option for something to listen to after you finish listening to me. The David McWilliams podcast. David McWilliams is an Irish economist and a great yarn spinner. Now, for anyone unfamiliar with that term, it's... It's a way of saying storyteller. To spin a yarn is to tell a tale, to tell a story. And David McWilliams is brilliant at telling a story. One of the things his podcast has in common with other podcasts I listen to is that there are multiple hosts. Now, David McWilliams, he certainly takes the lead on his podcast, but he has his friend, John, alongside him, which acts as a foil, I suppose. So maybe I'll have to consider getting myself a co-host or at least invite some guests from time to time. I digress. His podcast, the one I listened to today, which is the most recent episode, talks about Western civilization and how it might not be what we think it is in terms of its importance in our world today. And it really is just a fascinating listen. 
So check it out. Here in Northern Ireland, we have no government at the minute. So it doesn't really feel as though Western civilization is flourishing, certainly not in this part of the world. When you look at the news, it's just really bad. Inflation is high, interest rates are rising, services are being cut, public services are being cut, and people are really suffering. So the world isn't really in a great place at the minute. It's certainly not all doom and gloom. There's a lot of things to be thankful for and there's a lot of good things happening in the world. But just going back to the likes of the Abramoviches and these people that have the, not just the yachts, but the super yachts. You know, I wouldn't mind a world where people had such lavish lifestyles if at the other end of the scale people weren't so poor there's so much wealth in this world that it could undoubtedly be better distributed and i'd love to see some of that redistribution occur in my lifetime I don't want everyone to have the same. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think we should all just be the same. Because put it this way, we, we all can't have super yachts. I mean, can you imagine that? Can you imagine ocean? An ocean? We'd become ocean-faring people and nothing else. I assume we'd dock every once in a while and go party somewhere. But a world in which there are so many people who have nothing, like property nothing, doesn't seem to make much sense, doesn't seem fair. And some of these people who are really, really rich say they worked hard for it. That's not true, typically speaking. Typically speaking, other people worked hard so that they could have what they have. Look at Jeff Bezos. When he came back, I was going to say when he came back from the moon. He didn't go to the moon, although I suspect he might try. When Jeff Bezos came back from space, he pretty much thanked everybody who not only worked for Amazon, but who bought things from Amazon. And the behemoth that is Amazon. I don't know about your part of the world, but... If you looked out the window here, from morning to evening, that Amazon van, or one of the fleet of Amazon vans, is just ever present on the street, delivering something. They're everywhere. Now, Jeff Bezos did really well for himself, and I remember when Amazon first came out, a cousin of mine showed it to me this online bookstore and the web design that I remember wasn't great. I don't know if anything was great back in those days. Some things look really good. 
But I remember thinking, this won't go anywhere. An online bookshop. I don't know about you, but I loved walking into a bookshop. I loved just walking around looking at the books, the hardbacks, the paperbacks. Nothing like a bookstore. But how wrong was I? Amazon is a beast. And let's look at how hard Jeff worked. I'm sure he worked incredibly hard. But he was also able to use a sizable investment that his parents were able to, to give to him, without which he probably wouldn't be where he is today. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't work hard. And I'm not saying he didn't work hard. But what I'm saying is that there is a disparity in this world. And there is a problem in this world where far too few people hold way, way too much of the world's wealth. Way too much. And again, I don't mind if people have super yachts as long as nobody's homeless and nobody is hungry. So that is just my view on that. And I used to have different views when I was younger and I possibly fell into the trap where the rich want you to look at the those who are less well off than you and blame them for their own misfortune. It's like the meme where the billionaire is sitting with a plate full of cookies, about a hundred cookies on it. And there's two men facing each other. One man has a cookie and the other man doesn't. And the billionaire saying to the man with the cookie, watch him. The man facing you, watch him. He's trying to take your cookie. Anyway, back to the football. I'm rooting for Manchester United tonight. Some of you listening to this will not be. And it won't be because you're Chelsea fans. It'll be because you're anybody but United. But for me, I'm hoping that they do the business tonight. A draw will do. One point will do. And the club's future will probably lie in the hands of billionaires with super yachts. On that note, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Hopefully you've subscribed to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you're looking forward to the next episode where I'll hopefully be pondering something a bit lighter and a bit more fun. See ya. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Ponderland. I sincerely hope you enjoyed it. To contact the show, you can send us an email, hello at ponderland.life. You can also follow us on Twitter at Ponderland Life. 
podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and most other places where you consume your podcasts. Thank you.